0: topic For this 20 minute episode, will be on compressed work week. I've encountered a lot of companies that have their own version of compressed work week or are wanting to implement a compressed work week in their establishment. In fact, I recall early this year there was this one company who consulted or asked if they were properly implementing uh, compressed week in their company and even she she was an HR manager was not surprised by my answer because i told her that there is a dollar regulation on the matter you cannot simply implement compressed week without complying with the regulation okay surprisingly and I was um, well I was surprised by his her reaction she knew of the dollar regulation she knew of the required submission of the report and the uh, other requirements in that regulation she knew all of this but did not implement it (laughs) so um Uh, we were both laughing (laughs) and I'm not really uh, aware uh, why uh, she did not implement it or why we were laughing but that was the uh, case with our company okay so um, as mentioned there is a dollar regulation on the matter compressed uh, work week so cannot simply just decide that you want to do Compressed work week without complying those uh, requirements. So I suggest that you search this online or um, I believe I'll provide for the link in the show notes of this uh, episode for you to go over it. We will discuss um, the uh, Compressed Workweek in relation to the regulation in this episode, uh, in general, uh, I still recommend that you read uh, it because that might uh, be important for your compliance requirements. Okay, so, uh, compress very quick. Number one, uh, what is the our first? Uh, to discuss is the concept of compressed work week what is a compressed work week a compressed work week is the transferring of the hours of work in a day to another day in order to shorten the work week in the labor code for the private sector a, a normal work week is six days. The seventh day is the rest day. Uh, every day, um, for um, rank and file employees, work should not exceed eight hours. Uh, if any work is done beyond the eight hours, that would be considered as overtime pay. So what happened so you'll have so you have six uh, days of work every day eight hours so what happens in the compressed work week is that the hours of Saturday is divided eight hours in Saturday in a Saturday is divided uh, equally from Monday to uh, Friday that's what usually happens such that Uh, 8 hours um, divided into 5 days Uh, Monday, you will have 10 hours of work Tuesday, you will have 10 hours of work 2, 4, 6 Wednesday, you have 10 hours of work 6 Friday And then Friday, Thursday, uh, you can have 9 hours of work And Friday, 9 hours of work So that there will not be any work on Saturday the employees will have two days off. That's just one example. Um, It is possible that it can be further shortened under the DOLE Dole regulation, the Department of Labor and Employment, regulation. um, The maximum number of work hours um, should not exceed 12 hours in a day, okay, so meaning it is possible to have a compressed work week from Monday to Friday, uh, Thursday because, um, in an ordinary work week, six days times eight hours that is 48 hours. Now, 48 hours um, divided by to get the calculator okay so if you have 48 hours divided by 4 that's 12 hours a day so meaning from Monday to Thursday you can have work and then there will be no work from Friday to from Friday, Saturday to Sunday so 3 days of uh, weekend for the employees okay so that's the maximum uh, way to implement compressed work week in compliance with the Dole regulation um, that's still 48 hours by the way if any, if any work exceeding the 48 hours that will be charged as overtime uh, pay okay. now that being the case is it a matter of management prerogative by the employer to simply change the work week or work schedule. The answer is no. That is why the there is a dollar regulation regulating this uh, aspect work week. The main purpose being is to uh, protect the health of the employees. Okay. Uh, and also to, do, to give the employees the opportunity to have their inputs for sale on uh, any uh, implementation compressed work in their establishment and the company so if you will go to the dollar regulation um, there is that requirement that the company should get the consent you should get the majority vote of the current uh, workforce who will agree to a shift of to a shift to a compressed work week. so majority 50% plus 1 once you get the majority then there should be a memorandum of agreement on moa that the uh, employer should sign with uh, employees to officially document that the uh, majority of the employees have agreed to the implementation of the compressed work week and the work schedules that will be observed uh, uh, will be reflected in the mobile for reference. And afterwards, the third requirement is the form. In that regulation, the annex or the last page uh, of the regulation, there is a template of a form wherein the company has to submit to the Department of Labor Employment to advise the agency, the department, uh, of their uh, intention or their compliance uh, with the requirements. implement a compressed week. The reason for submitting this form is that it will give the uh, the other representatives the uh, awareness of this implementation and the possibility to make an inspection to check uh, on the compliance of the requirements particularly if indeed there is a majority Agreed to the um, shift of the work week schedule into a compressed work week, and then there is uh, indeed a memorandum of agreement uh, signed by the employer and then the employees. So, uh, going back to that story that I mentioned earlier, the HR manager who approached me earlier this year laughing when she said that she knew of the requirements but she was not able to comply. Did not anymore ask further why. Or if there would be uh, there was an inspection done that, uh, that would be scheduled, and whether there would be a corresponding penalty on the side of the road. I suppose there uh, should there would be none. I don't recall any instances where there was a company that was penalized for the shift to do a compressed work week. As a general rule, uh, a compressed work week is beneficial to the employees. Because even more weekends. At the same time, on the other hand, uh, there is a disadvantageous side to it because it will result in longer work hours, particularly if you have a compressed work week for 12 hours a day for 4 days. I mean, that could be very challenging for an employee. personal Day. because before, if there's no compressed work week in the private sector, you only have one rest day. Now, it's possible that the employee would be given two rest days or even three rest days um, if, if the, the compressed work we will result in four days of work. So, it's a win-win, but at the same time, it has to be tempered because of the possible health risks associated with prolonged uh, work. The usual question associated with compressed which is uh, with respect to field personnel. Um, this is uh, this is actually an interesting uh, interesting convergence of, um, of these laws and regulations. Take note that a field personnel is not subject to overtime pay regulations for the simple reason that it's difficult to know whether they are actually working or not because they're all out of the field. The employer has no guarantee that the employee, the field personnel, is working. Um, the field personnel could be just watching a movie, waiting in a mall, or um, uh, relaxing in a massage. But there's no overtime pay because it's nearly impossible to determine if the employee is working. So the question is: Can is it possible for field personnel to also enjoy the benefits of a compressed work week? There's no simple and fast answer to that question because, as mentioned, it's already difficult to know whether field personnel is doing work. Take note that the moment that you monitor uh, a field personnel, then there, that is an exercise of supervision and control, which will invalidate a, uh, the status of a field personnel because the moment that there is a level of supervision and control. that come with no overtime pay for field personnel, uh, it will be validated as well, resulting in uh, overtime pay. So, the point is, if you implement a compressed work week as applied to field personnel, you cannot and should not monitor the uh, time. So, basically, um, it is possible compressed work is beneficial to the employee, so it is possible to implement a compressed work in relation to field personnel. The only catch there is the company would have to have a huge amount of trust on the field uh, personnel. And that needs change there should not be any form of monitoring on the time, particularly on the work being performed by these uh, field uh, personnel. So, it's best to evaluate whether the pros and cons uh, would still be, whether the pros would outweigh the cons or whether the benefits would outweigh the disadvantages of uh, compressed work week being applied to fluid personnel. Uh, okay, so the other related question to compressed work week is with respect to holiday pay. So, in a compressed work week, the rules of holiday pay will still apply. If no work is done, uh, let's say the holiday falls on a Friday and our compressed work week is only Monday to Thursday. Then, the holiday pay uh, for the Friday will still be <coughs> payable for the employees. Will still If the holiday falls on Monday inside a in a compressed work week, then the rules and uh, holiday pay will still apply that two hundred percent of the work, meaning if it's twelve hours, then that's twelve hours to Same example, uh, special working day falls on a, uh, let's say, Saturday outside the compressed work week, and then the monthly paid will still be paid uh, the corresponding amount, but the s- daily paid will not be paid for there's no As for overtime pay, so long as the total number of hours is 48 hours for regular employees, uh, for rank and file employees, then there would be sufficient. There is no entitlement to overtime pay. But do note, but take note that the maximum number of hours in a day for a compressed week is only 12 hours. Um, the regulation is not specific if it's still possible to have more than 12 hours meaning let's say 14 hours and then the company which has um overtime pay, it's not prohibited nor is it expressly allowed in the regulation. Um, from the looks of it, I think that so long as the grounds there are grounds, there are specific instances only when overtime it will be allowed. It's called compulsory, compulsory overtime work. Um, if any of those grounds apply, then the, there would be uh, it would be possible to have more than for work subject. I'm Attorney Jake Del Puerto. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you have any feedback, feel free to send us an email via info at laborlaw.ph. Disclaimer. All information herein are for general information only. These should not be considered as professional advice or legal opinion. Please consult with a professional for your specific concerns. If comments are made, they are the opinion of the speaker only. These do not reflect any organization that he may be connected or affiliated with.